0: Coming up on Jerusalem Dateline, fighting for survival in the wake of floods in Libya and an earthquake in Morocco. We'll see how CBN's Operation Blessing is on the ground helping those it can. And the ongoing struggle for human rights in Iran one year after Massa Amini's death. Plus, temperatures boil around the globe. Are we facing climate emergency? And bringing in the new year with the sound of the shofar. ALL THIS AND MORE COMING UP ON THIS EDITION OF JERUSALEM DATELINE. HELLO AND WELCOME TO THIS EDITION OF JERUSALEM DATELINE. I'M JULIE Stahl. SEARCH TEAMS IN LIBYA ARE SIFTING THROUGH MUDDY STREETS, WRECKED HOMES AND piles OF DEBRIS LOOKING FOR VICTIMS OF THE CATASTROPHIC FLOODS THAT KILLED AT LEAST 5,000 PEOPLE. MORE THAN 9,000 OTHERS ARE STILL MISSING. THE COLLAPSE OF TWO DAMS UNLEASHED THE FLOODS ON SUNDAY, WIPING OUT ENTIRE NEIGHBORHOODS IN MULTIPLE CITIES. The city of Derna was hardest hit.
1: We have had people missing in the valleys until now, and we do not know if they are alive or dead. In Althadia, we lost eight people. And on top of that, we are also worried about Derna.
0: The death toll is expected to rise as teams continue to pull bodies from mangled buildings and even the sea. Meanwhile, international aid is slowly trickling in. Operation Blessing continues its outreach to the people of Morocco just days after the devastating 6.8 magnitude earthquake. Although many lost nearly everything, hope is on the way. CBN News Middle East Bureau Chief Chris Mitchell brings us the latest from the earthquake zone.
1: This is one of the many villages outside of Marrakesh, about an hour's drive. You can see behind me how destructive this earthquake has been. And now because of the fear of aftershocks, many of the people in this region are living in tents on the side of the road. On our way to these outlying villages, CBN News saw thousands of those people in tents. In the village of Ibn Hassin, we spoke with Fatna, who lost her husband in the earthquake. Her village has been destroyed, and her home is now the rubble you see behind her.
0: So my husband died, and the whole village has been destroyed by the earthquake, and I was shocked. There are rocks on the mountain, so this is not a good place to build houses. So they will not be able to build a house in this area anymore.
1: As night fell, Operation Blessing began a food distribution to many of these now homeless
2: Moroccans.
1: (laughs) Very little, if any relief, has reached some of these outlying villages. That's why Operation Blessing is here, to provide food, solar lamps, since there's no electricity, and hope for the future.
3: it's just really humbling uh, because of the support that our generous donors have gone to give us the opportunity to be instruments of love here in Morocco, uh, but to also share with the people and hear their stories of loss and of devastation and start to bring that hope. It really touches you in, in your heart.
1: The heartbeat of many of these relief operations by Operation Blessing is the volunteers who come to give them their time and efforts to bring hope and help to these people in need. They're incredibly important. A lot of
3: them have deeper ties locally than we do. This is my first time in Morocco, so having people who know the culture, who know the people, who know the language can really help us connect and make those relationships that are really important when you're when you're out here trying to demonstrate God's love.
1: Volunteers like Layla in Suheer they really need the basic thing um, and we are very blessed and happy to be able to help here they are very thankful very grateful very blessed and we can feel like the blessing is um, coming into this area
4: they need uh, some people to encourage them because they have uh, a yeah. uh, shock. Even uh, small sandwiches make, make different with them. Yeah. Even when you uh, come to them and uh, encourage them by word, they, they, w- they make them very, very happy.
1: We just want to thank everybody who is donating for this special operation here. Whenever like, people come to them with aids and help, they can, we can see like that they are seeing a little bit of hope, um, and it's ma- it makes a huge difference in their lives.
0: People feel the joy to receive this aid, and it's an important thing. They feel their life
1: changing through this. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, from the village of Ibn Hassin, Morocco.
0: A year ago, A young woman, Masa Amini, was brutally murdered at the hands of Iran's so-called morality police. Her crime? She had violated Iran's mandatory Islamic dress code. Her death sparked unprecedented protests not seen since the 1979 revolution. Now, as Iranians prepare to honor her legacy, the Islamic regime is once again cracking down. George Thomas has more.
5: With the help of Chinese facial recognition technology, the Iranian regime has arrested more than 22,000 people and killed over 630 protesters for taking part in demonstrations following Masa Amini's murder a year ago.
0: One of the things that we're already seeing in the lead-up to the first anniversary of of her murder is increased suppression. A new report released
5: by the United States Commission on International Religious Freedom states Iranian authorities also continue to persecute religious minorities with imprisonment, torture, and forced disappearances.
0: Christians report that they're getting pressure from the government not to participate in protests, and if they do participate and they're arrested, they are sexually assaulted in prison.
5: Iran's so-called morality police brutally killed 21-year-old Amini last September for allegedly having a small bit of her hair showing out of her hijab. The response triggered the longest nationwide protests since the 1979 Islamic Revolution. Mitra Jasni, an Iranian political activist, tells CBN News that Amini's death continues to haunt the regime in Tehran.
2: Many around the world view the tragic death of Mahsa Amini as a symbol of women's resistance against the mandatory hijab. For Iranians, Mahsa Amini murder serve as a rolling call, motivating them to unite against the oppressive regime and seek its end.
5: Iran's president, Ibrahim Raisi, tells NBC News he has no regrets over how his government deals with those who continue to protest
6: Amini's murder. It's not a surprise that he has no regret because Raisi is a psychopath and mass murderer. One of the stains on his record is that uh, over a few weeks, he killed thousands of political prisoners and then ordered cream puff to celebrate that.
5: Authorities are preparing for more protests ahead of the anniversary on the 16th.
6: Every day we get the news about people being arrested, and that shows that the regime is really afraid, is really scared, and is getting ready for a show of force with, with the people.
5: Meanwhile, a new hijab and chastity bill making its way through Iran's parliament calls for increased fines and jail time of five to 10 years for women caught violating so-called modesty laws. Jasni says the protest this past year shows Iranian women aren't backing down.
2: We want this regime change. We want to take back our country. So we never afraid from like new rules that
0: this is not new for us because it has started since 40 years ago.
5: George Thomas, CBN News.
0: Israel has accused Iran of building an airport in southern Lebanon that could potentially be a launch pad for attacks against Israelis. Speaking at a security conference at the Reichman University, Defense Minister Yoav Galant spoke of a shocking development. Iran has been building a runway just 12 miles from Israel's northern border. Gallant showed satellite photos of the site where the Iranian national flag and the flag of Lebanon's militant Hezbollah group could be seen flying. In 2006, Israel fought a war with Hezbollah, the Shiite group that controls much of southern Lebanon. Since then, it has tried to avoid another major confrontation along the border. But in recent months, terror events and tensions have increased. Coming up, the wildly successful diplomatic agreements transforming the Middle East, how they're making a difference.
7: Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who has chosen us from
3: all of the nations and given us his Torah. Audiences are raving about oracles of God.
5: I believe this is an extraordinarily well-researched movie that indeed speaks about the integrity of God's word. It's a real faith
4: boulder.
0: It encouraged me to, to realize God's hand in preserving his word throughout history.
4: If God is not faithful to his word, he is not faithful. But this shows that he is.
0: What is it? I don't know. I thought you could tell me whether or not that genuine. I would describe this movie as inspiring, captivating, excitement.
5: It mattered to them to get it right. Everybody should watch this movie.
3: Oracles of God, the story of the Old Testament. Available now for a gift of any dollar amount. He walked with the living God and showed us the keys to the kingdom.
8: The kingdom of God is at hand. Pat
3: Robertson, evangelist, humanitarian, statesman, educator, author, and visionary. Watch Pat's story and be encouraged by his many teachings. Go to CBN.com Pat to learn more about what the Lord accomplished through this remarkable servant. As we enter the Jewish New Year, there's no better time to explore the holidays of Israel. In CBN's free guide, Israel's Major Holidays, you'll discover why these special occasions are so central to Jewish life and culture. You'll even learn about the biblical feasts and festivals that Jesus observed throughout his life. Get your free copy. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com slash Israel Holidays.
0: Three years ago, the world changed as Israel and Arab Gulf states signed what's known as the Abraham Accords. The results have been far-reaching, with more agreements planned for the days ahead. Take a look.
7: In the Jewish religion, we have a blessing for celebrating historical events. On September 15, 2020,
0: Israel signed agreements with the United Arab Emirates and Bahrain on the White House lawn under then President Trump. Within months, Sudan and Morocco also signed deals with Israel.
7: The Middle Eastern countries have entered a new age of collaboration, stability, prosperity, and peace as a result of those peace and normalization deals made by brave leaders.
0: Ahead of the anniversary, Israeli Foreign Minister Ellie Cohen inaugurated the state's permanent embassy in Manama, Bahrain. The first thing
7: that come to mind when speaking about the relations between Israel and Bahrain is our remarkable potential in trade, security, people to people and more. These provide us all with great optimism regarding the future and what we are going to achieve.
0: Cohen and his Bahraini counterpart discussed regional security issues, closer ties, and expanding the circle of peace.
3: Today, with the presence of Minister Eli Cohen, the Foreign Minister of Israel, we witness yet another remarkable milestone in the growing relationship between our two nations. This relationship, which seemed unimaginable just a few years ago, is a testament to our shared determination to promote harmony and cooperation.
0: In the last three years, Israel has signed more than 50 agreements with the UAE, Bahrain, and Morocco. And this year we're looking at finishing the year over $3 billion in trade between uh, UAE and Israel, which is of course the biggest market that we're working in right now, but you can see also Bahrain is really uh, kicking off and Morocco. Jerusalem Deputy Mayor Fleur Hassan Nahum helped found the UAE Israel Business Council and the Gulf Israel Women's Forum. And what's really also very interesting is that countries, Arab countries that we've had peace with, like Egypt and Jordan for years, Egypt, you know, trade has tripled and Jordan trade has doubled, which just shows that this, the Abraham Accords have opened the gateway to a new Middle East, to really focusing on prosperity and mutual interests. Hassan Nahum says Israel hopes, with U.S. help, Saudi Arabia may soon join the Abraham Accords. And after that, Others like Indonesia and Malaysia might also choose to join. Heat waves, wildfires, hurricanes. Are we in the middle of a climate emergency? Why, some argue there's more to the story.
3: 2023 marks Israel's 75th anniversary. Wanting only a homeland of their own, the Jewish nation has survived war.
5: I was so scared.
3: Terrorism.
5: And saw my husband covered in blood.
3: And waves of anti-Semitism. It's a message of killing Jews. You can stand with the nation of Israel and support their basic right to exist through CPN Israel. Your donation makes it possible to give humanitarian aid to Israelis in crisis, while simultaneously reaching millions worldwide with breaking news and award-winning films that tell the true story of the Jewish people. Will you stand with Israel during their 75th anniversary? Call 1-800-265-0996. Go to cbn.com slash support Israel or text cbn Israel to 91999. Download the CBN News app 24-7 news from a Christian perspective at home or on the road. One place for all of your news. Breaking news alerts. Set daily prayer goals and pray for news stories. Read the most important news and watch CBN News Channel Live. CBN News, because truth matters. Go to CBNNewsApp.com to get the app today.
0: The World Meteorological Organization says this summer had the highest heat ever measured. In the U.S., some are calling on President Biden to declare a climate emergency. But critics argue weather history shows that there were far worse weather events long ago. Dale Hurd has the story.
6: This has been a summer of extreme heat weather coverage.
0: We begin with the extreme heat, that extreme
2: heat, relentless heat wave, to the extreme heat, an unbearable heat wave.
6: Some say this summer was the hottest on record, while two-thirds of Americans in a PBS Marist poll now say climate change is affecting the weather.
2: People are starting to realize that there is an effect. This definitely feels like like we're in that point of no return that people have talked about for a long time.
6: The UN Secretary General has called for immediate action on climate change. Global
1: warming has ended
8: the era era
6: of global boiling has arrived. Weather history, however, tells a different story, that the worst weather events, including the hottest year, have all been in the past. The worst hurricane in history, the great hurricane of 1780, which killed over 20,000 people in the Caribbean. The worst wildfire in U.S. history, the Peshtigo, Wisconsin fire in 1871, which killed at least 1,500 people and burned over a million acres. The worst flood in world history was in 1931, the Yangtze River flood in China, which killed almost 4 million people. The worst flood in U.S. history was in 1889 in Johnstown, Pennsylvania. The deadliest tornado in recorded U.S. history was in 1925, the Tri-State Tornado, which struck Missouri, Illinois, and Indiana, killing some 700 people. And the hottest year was in 1936. A heat wave in America and hundreds of thousands leave New York. In 1936, 21 states set their all-time temperature records.
3: The 1930s were extremely hot. Uh, 1936 is the hottest year on record in the United States and, and probably throughout the Northern hemisphere.
6: Some Northern cities saw temperatures between 115 and 120 degrees. Many thousands died across the country and the resulting dust bowl forced the migration of three and a half million climate refugees out of the Great Plains and Midwest. Weather Belt Chief Forecaster Joe Bistardi and other experts blamed this summer's sweltering temperatures on a huge amount of water vapor created by an intense underwater volcanic eruption in Tonga last year and also by warming oceans.
3: Yeah, there's been an increase in what we call geothermal spreading since the uh, early 1990s. And what it does is it develops a cumulative buildup of heat in the oceans, which then has to be released through the El Ninos, which then puts all sorts of water vapor in the air, which then leads to the warming that you're seeing. It's
6: all water vapor. There have also been record cold temperatures this summer. But that weather news is ignored. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis reminded reporters that while Hurricane Adelia was very damaging, it paled in comparison to the Category 5 Labor Day storm of 1935. With peak winds of 200 miles per hour, it killed more than 400 people.
8: There were people that got caught up in the storm. Their, their clothes got ripped off their bodies the wind was so strong. So I think that the notion that somehow uh, hurricanes are something new, that's just false. And and we've got to stop politicizing the weather and stop politicizing natural disasters. You know, it's a very
3: complicated issue that the alarmists just like want to boil down to, um, you know, fossil fuel use is destroying the planet. You know, the whole climate is a lot more
6: complicated. Summers in the U.S. are supposed to be hot, something even the Babylon Bee noticed. Dale Hurd, CBN News.
0: It's the unmistakable sound of the Jewish New Year, and there's a big reason why. Hear the story behind the shofar, next.
1: Thank you for watching Jerusalem Dayline. We're committed to providing you with unbiased reporting from the Holy Land. Through weekly broadcasts, podcasts, and online media, our vision is to reach millions around the globe with the true story of what's happening in Israel and the Middle East, all from a biblical and prophetic perspective. This is a big vision and is only made possible by the generous support of people like you. Call us
3: toll free at 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com slash Jerusalem Dateline and make a donation that will help spread the light of truth about Israel throughout the world.
8: Experience God's power in Superbook Summer of Faith. Three stories of God's miraculous protection for those who hear His voice and believe what He says. You'll receive this end of summer bonus with Academy Express, Jesus Feeds the Hungry.
1: Five loaves
3: and two small fish are not enough to feed all these people. Jesus can do miracles.
8: Join the CBN Animation Club and get Academy Express, Jesus Feeds the Hungry plus two copies to share with others, all for your gift of only $25. And as part of our Summer of Faith bonus, receive three Superbook episodes demonstrating God's awesome power. This special program, hosted by Gizmo, features a sing-along music video, a Bible background lesson, a gospel presentation and even a family resource guide filled with scriptures, coloring pages, and other fun-filled activities. Join the CBN Animation Club and for a limited time receive the Summer of Faith bonus as our way of saying thanks.
4: Here. We're committed to a heritage of rigorous scholarship, dating back over a thousand years. And to a faith tradition dating back a thousand more.
0: This is how we create a
5: culture of inquiry where no topic is off limits. And
0: a culture of hope. Anything's
4: possible! It's
0: Christian leadership.
6: And it's changing the world for the better. It's higher learning.
8: It's greater knowing.
6: It's what makes us whole.
8: It's what makes us regent.
6: If you're tired and
3: exhausted all day, you can't think clearly and you really just need a cup or even a pot of coffee to get through your day, then join me, Dr. Josh Axe, for this new series where I'm going to teach you how to transform your diet and use essential oils and supplements to get
4: a better night's sleep.
0: Wake up to your best life. Call 1-800-700-7000 to get your free DVD or booklet of Protect Your Sleep today. In Israel, the biblical fall holidays are underway. They begin with Rosh Hashanah, known as the Jewish New Year, but the Bible gives that holiday an entirely different meaning. CBN Middle East Bureau Chief Chris Mitchell tells us why it's so important.
1: Rosh Hashanah literally means head of the year, the new year, but biblically it's much more than that. In the book of Leviticus, it's called Yom Teruah, the day of the blowing of trumpets or ram's horn, the judgment day.
2: The only commandment during Rosh Hashanah is actually to hear the sound of the shofar. And so everybody gathering in the synagogue to hear the sound of the shofar. It's something that people connect to their soul, to hear the sound of the shofar.
1: The piercing sound of the shofar is meant to remind the hearers to repent of their sins and to make things right with their brothers and sisters. The rabbis say that reconciliation with God and man confounds the enemy.
2: A shofar is a musical instrument made from a horn. This is the oldest uh, musical instrument. And the Jewish Orthodox have a committee to hear the sound of the shofar during uh, New Year. The, our uh, ju- Judgment Day. As part of a two
1: family business, Ellie Rebach is a third generation shofar maker.
2: The process is uh, poly grinding, polishing, then we drill uh, open mouthpiece. This is uh, quick, but it's a lot of experience and a lot of hand uh, work because each horn is a different size, different thickness. So you have to be experienced to make a good shofar.
1: The ram's horn is used as the traditional shofar because when Abraham showed his willingness to sacrifice his son Isaac, God provided a ram to be used in his place.
2: Actually, all type of horns are kosher except of a cow.
1: That's because the Jewish people don't want to remind God of the time Israel worshiped the golden calf in the wilderness. Besides the distinctive tones of the different horns, there are three different blasts sounded. The shofar is blown in synagogues and at the Western Wall each morning for a month before the holiday to give plenty of time for repentance.
4: You and I both know that uh, we need a lot of reminders in our daily life to repent, to think of the things of God. It's like an alarm clock for the soul.
1: Reebok says it's not just Jewish people who blow the shofar.
2: We sell the shofar all over the world. We sell it to Jewish, to Christian. Uh, Messianic people, evangelist people.
1: Rosh Hashanah is the feast of the seventh month, but in Jewish tradition represents the new year.
2: At the
4: coronation of the kings of Israel, the shofars would blow. They would announce the new king, or they would announce the coming of the king. Oftentimes in the Christian world, shofars are blown throughout the entire year. But in Judaism and in Jewish practice, those shofars are only blown for a very limited time throughout the year, during this time, the month of Elul and Rosh Hashanah.
1: Boaz Michael, founder of First Fruits of Zion, says that's a foreshadow for those who believe in Yeshua, Jesus.
4: And they tell us something. They're speaking to us. They're reminding us of something. And one of the things they're reminding us of is the creation of the world, the coming of the King, King Messiah one day at this time, uh, the coronation of his kingdom here on earth. This is what the so far is to remind us of, and it's, it speaks to us every day when we hear that sound.
1: Chris Mitchell, CBN News, Jerusalem.
0: That's all for this edition of Jerusalem Dateline. Thanks for joining us. Remember, you can follow us on social media, and you can access CBN content through our CBN apps and email blasts. And please, keep the thousands of people suffering loss in Libya and Morocco in your prayers, that those still alive would be rescued and helped, and that the God of all comfort would sustain those who have endured such sweeping devastation. And remember, the God who's watching over Israel, and you and me, neither slumbers nor sleeps. I'm Julie Stahl. We'll see you next time on Jerusalem Dateline.